I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that. And I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi, hello. How are ya? Hey, hey. I just watched... um girl with a dragon tattoo last night the david fincher one Ooh, was it a good revisit simon had never seen it so i was excited to watch it with him um and i hadn't seen it since i saw it in theaters but it was great it was but it's cute every time she walks into a room of someone she knows she goes hey hey which is i thought was like a cute a cute character choice she's not like swedish in that movie right no there's they're all it's set they're swedish but they speak american love which i was kind of like i mean they were doing accents which felt kind of cheesy so i was like either just change it don't like americanize it like just do it in america or like don't put american actors in sweden like just have i love when anyone like when a movie's set in somewhere like sweden but all the actors do a british accent yeah to make it still seem like do like a euro atlantic accent like just just Mm -hmm. hire i don't know but then it was like but then when you watch 
when I watched the show Chernobyl, they all had British accents, and it was great. Yeah, my buy-in was a hundred percent. Yeah, Chernobyl. I was like, they're Russians, <laughs> but I was kind of like, look at them, look at these, Russians. look at these Russians. <laughs> the best Instagram ever. Um, but I was just like, the more I was thinking about, it, I was like, why didn't they just? Because they had the I didn't see the Nomi Rapace one, which apparently is incredible, but. Like oh yeah, I haven't seen those either. The actual Swedish version, but I was just like, why not just set it in like Michigan or Illinois, where it's really yeah. cold? Have it sh- set in New Chicago. York in the winter. New York in the winter during the polar vortex. Upstate. Yeah. Oh my god, I got so triggered. My New York. No one opens the door for a native New Yorker. Did you ever see Wendy Williams's lips on the Masked Singer? No. singing no what you didn't see lips i mean i saw her like costume but i didn't ever watch i'm like very Whoa. anti the mass singer i like truly stand against it and will never like i can't the only time we don't stand for mask wearing is on the mass singer <laughs> yeah i'm firmly anti-mask singer <laughs> wait listen you're gonna you're gonna shit when you hear this you're gonna shit don't you hate when people say that you're gonna shit you're gonna shit you're gonna shit bricks this is the part So that's uh, so going forward. Whenever I go, you're a native New Yorker. <laughs> I'm talking about lips. Um, Wendy Williams, <sighs> diva. Oh, lips, McGee, Wendy song, Williams, songstress. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Just her belting it in a huge lip. Cost. Like I've never seen my my friend Alex Better, who is a really funny uh, comedian on Twitter. He sent me a mask that had the lips like on it like he oh, got that's it. mage <laughs> yeah. um but i had like wendy a, a jill of all trades right but i had mm-hmm. a jill of all trades <laughs> i had what can't she do what can't she do i had a flash to new york when I, I saw a cnn headline that said the polar vortex is coming and i was like oh because i in new york they always used to talk about the polar vortex coming. It's always on the horizon when you're on the East Coast and especially on the Isle of Manhattan or an outer borough. Speaking of Manhattan, we need to talk about the return of it's happening, guys. It is happening. I okay, not to toot my own horn, but beat fucking beat because I really feel like I led the charge in this resurgence. You did. You were one of the pioneers. In my own in my own underground way, like even though maybe 
only a few thousand people listen to episodes of <laughs> Saving Sex in the City 3, my passion project podcast. Go listen to it now on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on one. Like, Carrie did one that's iconic. Like, so many iconic people were involved. And I think that it just, like, percolated beneath the surface and infiltrated the subconscious of many. And now here we are. The real heads know. And it's it's happening. They're doing their Sex in the City the next chapter for HBO Max. It was announced. A reboot. It was announced on Sunday evening by all three minus Sam. Participating ladies. Sarah Jessica. But it's also not called Sex in the City. It's called And Just Like That. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called And Just Like That. It's not called Sex in the City. I thought it was called Sex in the City, the next chapter. I think it's called And Just Like That. I'm fucking kidding. I'm not kidding, Carrie. I like have watched the thing a bunch of times and it's like a revisit, but it's like. Come on. Like their Instagram handles and social media is and just like that HBO. Oh, like my it's God, like you're it's so like an right. and just like it's on IMDb. I'm, yeah, it's called and is it? Am I right? It's and just like that. Am I right? Am I fucking right? Am I fucking right? Um. Yeah. So I think I'm excited. Obviously, like. I'm going to watch. I'm going to eat it up. I'm going to love it. Even if I hate it, there's no question in my mind. Like I already stand and nothing will stand in between my, me and my Queens. But Mm -hmm. I do really worry tonally about what they're about to place on our shoulders. And I think it's going to be such a departure from Mm -hmm. the sex in the city. We know and love. And also what's crazy to me is that, the universe that they're kind of building and presenting to us is in such like opposition yeah. to where we left off with these women and the end of sex in the city too. Like the women that we're going to see in, in just like that are the same women that went to Dubai 10 the, or Abu Dhabi 10 years ago and like had to sneak out of the country wearing burqas because they like Samantha, like, fondled some guy's crotch at a restaurant like we like those two things exist simultaneously and we're we're like i feel like we're gonna be asked to pretend that they don't we're gonna be asked to pretend that they didn't like insult a whole culture and like like basically like be banned like physical comedy with condoms (laughs) be banned from a nation because you were and like insulting every single group of people imaginable in one movie i mean i love i love it i love the duality like of that universe and both things being true at once is like an exciting area to live in as like a gemini it speaks to me i'm just i'm excited i'm like congrats to the team i'm kind of like kim fuck you for this like can you just come back they're gonna but i keep thinking like it's i know there has to be one plot where carrie gets like canceled or like writes something that goes like viral for the wrong reasons or like does like and are we gonna my there was 9-11 erasure on the on the tv series uh they kind of like winked and nodded in that episode like only in new york or whatever where like a leaf is falling and 
she big moves to napa right and she's like mm-hmm. so they kind of like it was sort of like an homage to the city but they didn't they were like decidedly 9-11 was not a reality in that new york which well it just like didn't they just didn't happen they just, for them kind of or didn't like 9-11 like didn't affect these ladies at all so they I'm were like oh that's like sad and fucked up but like let's go shop and it is today i wonder if that would have been because i guess they were trying to say like we need to like they want to keep the image of the new york they knew but in today's world in a post world current present covid world where it's affected new york so much can they get away with that again is what i want to know like can they are they going to have the pandemic well, i'd be I interested to a- see i'd be interested to see i'm i'm a little right now i'm a little sus of any like pandemic content but like i am interested to see like miranda navigating covid i think that this feels very covid reactive of like how strong like it felt to me like a house like new york is strong like new york covid strong kind of vibes totally i mean and it is the most it's such a resilient city and i but i i but at the same time like placing it's like i i'm oscillating between like i don't need to see that and also like i do want to see that because i think it's a i think it would be like a long-term kind of mistake to include covid in the narrative because then it grounds it too much like and very much time stamps it exactly in like 2020 or whenever it's set i see that but i don't see how you like kind of can't bake it in i don't know i think it's i mean they could just allude i think to it's it. gonna be a mess i I know, I, I know, either. I know. Carrie would wear a mask, like not touching. She would wear it, like almost like a binoculars at an opera, like over her. <laughs> like she would, she oh, would, just like a hand just, like, held up, mm-hmm. and she would like always, or like an Hermes scarf. Like I, she could get really. I think she would do like the. Oh yeah, I want to yeah, scarf mask. She would go wild, but I know. I feel like either her or Charlotte would like forget to wear their mask in places and then like yeah like i could see charlotte getting yelled at i mean i guess they there is some comedy i'm just wondering where the comedy is gonna come in because it really did not feel like comedy to me at all in that well i was like where's the applause where's the laughter we we ride and die for sjp but we know she's a sentimental queen and she she loves her city and she her Instagram posts, which have at times brought me to tears because they're so mm-hmm. they're so like schlocky and cute. Um, she's a producer on the show, so she's she's. I think they probably all are producers at this point, but she. I think Sarah has a lot of input into what. I think she has a lot of input, so I could see her being like, "I would love like a sentimental love letter to New York." Which, and when you take which you can do the, wh- by being funny, too, like the original show. Yeah. When you take the main source of laws and comedic relief out I of know. the equation, it's gonna be t- I don't know like what you're left with. She, I'm, I hope I have really high hopes, and I just either want it to be like fucking incredible, like so deep and like thoughtful and like groundbreaking or i want it to be like a fiery train wreck 
Mm-hmm. I don't want it to like lie in this middle ground. I don't think it will lie in a middle ground. I don't know. I mean, only time will tell. They're really like, I love that they're breaking form and I'm excited to see what they do because, and maybe what if this is like the next, what if this lasts for six seasons and they just do a full revisit sans Samantha and it's like a serious like euphoria style drama. I'm like. <laughs> they're going to kill Samantha. Like they have to kill her. There's no, I don't there's want like her to, no I, world. She can't, you can't kill her. I, I feel like you could, she could be like missing. I think that, no, that gives her then a plot. I mean, we'll see. I feel like they're going to just do one sweeping, like, in the opening voiceover. It's going to be like, and we said goodbye to some old friends. And, like, they all throw, like, flowers on a grave or something. And it's, like, very much, like, moved on. They all they all throw flowers, like, off the pier and, like, like Christopher Street Pier or, like, down by, like, the meatpacking. Where, yeah. Where she haunted. Because, like... I think giving, I would hope, I would love if they kept it open and it was Samantha was missing and it promised maybe a return of her. But I also am like taking into account all the pettiness that's occurred. And I think that I could really see it just being like, okay, you want to close the door? The door's fucking closed and she's dead and there will never be like a comeback for you. I mean, Sarah Jessica's like on a rampage with comment, re- replying to all comments on the Instagram. Like she's so excited, but she she definitely a Which, few times, she's just like anytime someone, she's like, we're so excited too, X. You know, she's always saying like, yes, we love it, X. And then a mm-hmm. few times she was like, we're open to any option, any suggestions about Samantha. So she's like, She's getting petty in her way. I want, okay. I know. Dream, the dream of a lifetime is that Kim comes to her senses and like something like beautiful magic happens and she comes back. It's not going to happen. She. We can hope. I mean, everyone said, all the haters said like SATC three wouldn't happen or there would never be, they would never get do it again and i always held a candle and was like just you wait yeah i so we'll see my whole thing is like she's dug her she's dug herself she's dug her line in the sand so deep that like she she kind of can't but at the same time if she did if she just randomly flipped on a switch and was like okay i'm gonna do it everyone would be happy no one would care like everyone would just be so No happy. one would be mad. She no is, one would hold a grudge. She, like everyone wants their four girls together again. There is and Samantha is one of the best characters ever. Like she's so yeah. deeply funny and like flawed and proud and hum- like she's just so great and it's it will be deeply felt and it is very like iconic to for Kim to know that and to leave a space because she wants it's her way of like getting back at SJP. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm glad that it's like fat. It seems like it's fast tracked because I feel like I just read like they are thinking about doing it or they bought it, but now it looks like it's like fully happening. I'm sure they've already. I mean, I feel like they've probably already had stuff written in the works and they're now just probably like, I don't know how, what the process is going to be like, but like they, they had to have had like a whole storyline already. And like, I mean, I think Sarah Jessica said they did for the third movie, but I'm 10 episodes, baby. Like give me, shoot it into my 10, 10 fucking episodes. 
I just read an IMDb. Oh my god! Like literally, Put me in a fucking coma yeah. and shock me back to life when this shit is out. Seriously, it's to know that former gov- candidate for the governor of New York, mm-hmm. Marit, uh Cynthia Nixon, will be in a show. It's just like she's larger than Honestly, she's gotten larger than life in my eyes, and like just to knowing that she's coming back. If she could run for governor and still make time to play Miranda, like, come on, Kim. Come on. What are you doing? I am now very glad that she lost her... Her bid? Her bid, because it opened... When God closes a door, he opens a window, is what I was raised being told. And this is truly the window we all needed. 2021 looking up vaccinations mm-hmm. and just like that and just like that call it sex in the city i'm sorry yeah call it sex in the city call it sex in the city <laughs> like, and just in. like that the first episode is samantha died and just like that samantha is dead lost at mm-hmm. sea she and smith went like on a boat ride and it sank or something yeah because they'd still be fuck buddies. Maybe Samantha got COVID. <gasps> and it took her out. Samantha would be firmly anti-mask. I, I think, think she'd be pro-mask. Because remember that oh, episode well, where she... She also like, went through had a, She got an AIDS test and she was like terrified. And like then it really made her rethink like safe That's sex. True. Like I think Samantha's all about like safe. She is safe. Like Samantha would still like have a She'd train run on her but everyone that came over would wear a mask and a yeah. condom or she'd yeah. get into like latex like a full body latex covering and oh my god like, she would she would get into latex like she would play. she would turn the restrictions of this time of like safety you know proper like protective gear ppe and turn it into like sex stuff for her to have fun with like she would she would wear like she would have she would find ways to like explore herself while being safe and respectful to those on the front line and she she would be she would like find ways like i feel like there's technology you like plug it into your computer and it's like a dick that like fucks you while you're like facetime sexing with someone like samantha would be on the forefront of technology of and like, like safe sex court. and like finding new creative ways to fuck. Yeah. She'd be in the forefront of like digital fucking like this yeah. world of like lockdown and court. She would find ways to like get railed and like and and rail. And and if anyone's anti mask, it would be Charlotte. Yeah, She's like the so most conservative right. out of all of them. Yeah. Charlotte would like Yeah. Anywho, but color us excited. We're really and just excited. like that. And just like that. Lauren, Carrie, we're excited for and just like that. And just like that. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to sexy, unique, unique podcast. podcast. Insatiable bitch goddesses. <laughs>
just wow. like that, a family came together. And just like that. And just like that, I wear my hat. <laughs> I saw a video of Melania. Like, they're like, I think her and Gia and the girls are all in Italy for like months to, to be with her dad. And they're just Love. like, they're just like traipsing around the cities of Italy. And at, there was one video of Melania walking out of a door and saying like, I'm done here. And she said it in Italian. And I was, she just like walked out and like and just walked. Joe was like, "Hey, where you going, Melania?" And she like said some like Italian phrases that meant like, "We're done here." And I was just like, "Damn, basta!" Look at them go. I love that family. A family of beautiful girls. Gia literally is a supermodel now. She she's like replaced like her glamour shots. I mean, I know that she got like a nose job or whatever. I think she was pretty before and pretty after. Like it doesn't make a difference to me. But she's serving she's just serving hair and face and like glamour shot realness in every photo of her on social media. And I'm just like, wow, these girls have blossomed into beautiful young women. Yeah. I was, you know, I admire Gia for being so candid about her, the work she had done. And hey, she's doing what you she wants do to it? do. Yeah. Live speaking your truth. Of, speaking of beautiful gals, this episode of Rock of Love was, again, very long. So much felt, happens. It actually felt like kind of short to me. We flip flop. When it feels long to you, <laughs> when you go long, I go short. Yeah, it felt very long to me, but maybe because it had something to do with um, football, football, and I like my eyes glaze over anytime people play football. Yeah, I found myself entranced by the football and enraptured, and I was truly like, if football was like this, I would be so into fucking football. Do you know my dad when he was in college because he played football? He coached an all women's football league. A league of their own. A league of their own. Football edition. He was the Tom Hanks. Incredible. That should be more of a thing, right? I was like, yeah, how can we do football with women without like, I don't need them to like tackle each other or give each other like CTE. Like I just would like them to compete for, you know, the affection. Maybe every, maybe every football game is women just competing for the affection of a man of brett michaels for brett michaels brett is for what well, for not even an affection just a date with someone brett is just continuing i actually to- no i was like i actually think that if every football game was just like the winner and the mvp of a game gets a date with someone that could be anyone mm-hmm. not limited to like were no gender limitations just a date and then you have all the people wanting to date this person Mm -hmm. competing like that would give me the buy-in i need to like get into football i i get what you're saying i i'm continuing i'm continue to just be like every everything that they do is just brett's I mean, it's it's his show, so I guess. But like, it's never. It's always like you think he's gonna take them to like a sweet dinner at a restaurant. He takes them to like get like pinup girl elf, which no. is which is like, hey, it's it's the vibe of the show. But like, it's always what he wants them to do and wants them to wear. 
Yeah, I think that you're getting now a real glimpse. And by the end of this episode, like, it was a very, very clear of what it would be like to date Brett Michaels. And mm. I am not down, but I love seeing the women who are down. And I respect their decision and their uh, uh, love for him. So getting into it, this is Mud Bowl, the second annual Brett Michaels Rock of Love Mud Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. The women are, are getting... Uh, Brett calls the remaining women the Divine Nine. And, I love. Which is like so like DOS. It's, this episode is very DOS adjacent. Um, when they all get the... They get the memo from Big John, the note from Brett that says like, get ready to get dirty. And Catherine, our queen goes i'm a montana girl i've been getting dirty my whole life Catherine's just always <laughs> looking Catherine has just has her sunglasses on at all times and is always just like in pain i think from being around like people who are like 10 to 12 young- years younger than her but in this moment she like came alive she came alive this episode and this was the first time that we really got to like get like get a sense of her and i love what i'm seeing i, I ride too. or die i'm also Team convinced Catherine. that Catherine is a lot older than she even says she is but i'm she's definitely like 57 i'm but she looks great and i'm loving her energy so like i love it i love what i see i love amber looking so scared she's like <laughs> so wired amber's facial like reactions She's like huge. Amber's up at like 4 a.m. doing like wall sits Mm -hmm. and and like planks. She's just like up and at him, like jacked and ready to go every morning. Everyone piles into the limo to get taken to the game or the site of the challenge. And I just noticed, I couldn't help but notice that all the girls are bruised. All yeah. their legs are like bruised. I was yeah. like, "What's with all these bruises?" Yeah, what is? What They've was really that? been put through the ringer. Um. Yeah, it's. I think just being in this house, you just walk into things. There's no like soft. It's all like sharp, cold, sharp edges everywhere. Yeah, so you're just always like walking into corners, and I like I bruise, <laughs> I bruise, I do bruise very easily. So I'm sure I would be very bruised. And that's not a brag. <laughs> <laughs> just keeping it real. Just, just keeping, keeping my bruise status real and trans being transparent about my bruises. Mm-hmm. I full disclosure, like I got like last year I got I was getting just like in my annual doctor's checkup and like you get blood work for if you're on prep. And mm-hmm. I they were like you're all good and then they were like uh you do have anemia though and i was just like kind of shocked because i like i believe people have anemia but like i just always was like oh is that like how do you get anemia because i didn't really understand and i like Mm -hmm. he was like you have mild some a mild case of anemia so now i'm like very cognizant of that and like try to eat more red meat that's an iron deficiency right yeah, and I was like, oh, it actually makes sense because I do, like, get, like, super bruised and, like, I I, I guess I don't eat enough iron. 
but I'm, I've been, I think it must be better. That was like, I think you can be anemic for a little bit and then like get over it. So maybe just in that period I was, that was my anemia yeah, period. Yeah, you just like have low iron, yeah. your anemic era. But I was like, I was like, like driving down Santa Monica and I was like, wow, like things have changed for me. <laughs> and just like that. And just I like that, anemic. I was anemic. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, thoughts and prayers are with you during this troubled time. <laughs> That's so random. I think you could eat, you can eat like, um, thoughts and prayers are with My you. thoughts and prayers are, everyone send Carrie healing energy during that this was, troubled time of anemia. That was 2019, baby. That was not, that was uh, a long, long time ago. So I could, and I just might, like that, and just Carrie like bounced that. back from and anemia. Just like that, I wasn't anemic anymore. God, but, it is that is a real and just like that moment. It is to be anemic and then to not be anemic. Brett splits the girls up, or he chooses two teen captains. Catherine is going to be captain of the Sweethearts, and Destiny is captain of the Fallen Angels. And a lot of this episode is going to revolve a lot around some of the women not feeling like they're getting enough one-on-one time and mostly by Peyton, but also Catherine. So like there, there's a, the, the like divide between those who really have gotten to know Brett and those who haven't is like very clear in this episode. So mm-hmm. Peyton is very anxious about Peyton's having like crippling anxiety. Yeah. I just want to get that one-on-one. Catherine is thinking strategically from the jump and she's like, I want Inna and Peyton on my team because I feel like they're big and they'll fight. And yeah. I was like, I love where her head's at. Mm-hmm. Like she's really like, she's three steps ahead of everyone else. They're big and they'll and, fight. <laughs> and Brett introduces the twist in this year's mud bowl is that they have a wind rain and like, snow machine yeah brett's like i grew up in pittsburgh and in pittsburgh we play football in every season so i'm gonna give a little slice of that here in like the simi valley or wherever the fuck they they're somewhere in the valley in this muddy field and so they're gonna have like full like vh vfx going on um or practical effects like weather they're literally in the elements they're in a snow globe um, and Peyton says, my mission is to tackle like hell, run like hell, and get that date with Brett. <laughs> also, Daisy, who I think has asthma, earlier was like, she was like, football. She's like, I don't want to. She's like, I don't want to get my ass kicked. And I was just like, that's that's where my head's at. Like, Daisy has the Yeah, right- Daisy's like. She's too tiny for football. Like, I would be worried if I was her too, because she's about four foot 11 and like mm-hmm. just a very petite little gal. Like, she's a slip of a thing. I also, I also would not, like, my joints aren't strong enough to like withstand like slipping around. Like, I would tear an ACL. Yeah. I mean, we, I've, I've already discussed my football aversion, but like, literally my hell when every, anytime, like, hey, let's play a f- uh, pickup game. And I'd be like, well, there's me going to go talk to myself in the corner or like going to go yeah. like find the girls, you know, like get me out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, w- I felt very like 
triggered for the people who were were not into this. Um, yeah, my mission is to, but not Peyton. My mission is to tackle like hell, run like hell, run like hell, and get that date with Brett. Get that date with Brett. Um, I also was like, how do what happens if you just don't know how to play football? Like, I it's mean, a very confusing game really to try and understand. When, when later when Inna, like, throws the football after she gets <laughs> it, like, I, I've done that before. Like, I'm just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> you just throw it. <laughs> <laughs> like, just throwing right it like, like a it's hot like potato. like taking a rugby approach. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the way it goes is, like, both team captains pick and pick and pick and then one girl will not be picked and she'll have to sit out on the side and it's like certain that she won't get a date with Brett. Mm -hmm. And so Megan is the one that's not picked and she's like unbothered. She's like, I don't care. I want to go tan. Megan gets picked last and she, it's like the best thing you could have done for Megan. So jokes on you. Mm -hmm. Um, um, wait, I need a one quick timeout for just like an update on VH1 viewing habits. Do it. So I have now blazed through I Love Money season two. Highly recommend. It's incredible. Then I was like, what will I watch now? So I tried to watch Megan Wants a Millionaire because she uploaded a few of the episodes on her YouTube channel. Love that. I would recommend you watch just to see the dark place that it will take you to because Ryan Jenkins, the murderer, is like heavily featured I, I can't. in the first episode. I don't, I don't know if I can do it. It's true. I've ne- It's one of the actually the darkest things I've ever seen because A, the crop of men that they get to compete is like so it's like hideous garden gnomes that they dug up under a tree and like cast on the show and like it's so different from any show where women are comp- I mean even like I love New York which I started to watch but then I stepped away but I'm going to revisit like the men that they chose for her were really hot the men that they chose for Megan were truly I've never seen such a like a sad crop of dudes and then also one of them is a literal murderer. I'm like, yeah, this I, is like I, the I, lowest that we could possibly ever go. I don't know if I can and do it. Just knowing that will like stir my my soul. It is shocking. It's shocking. Like I could only watch one episode and then I was like, well, that was interesting. I like, got to move on. So now I'm watching Frank the Entertainer in a basement affair where he was a... a he, competed on i love new york season one and then was an i love money and then got his own dating spinoff where women have to move in with him and his parents and they're competing to like win his heart and get him out of living in the basement so it's like a failure like, kind of thing i'm just obsessed with like you're competing for the affections of a man that lives in his basement is like truly someone that's like peak vh1 probably like an incel (laughs) but also all these women are like hot compared to the megan wants a millionaire crop of dudes like i'm just i'm constantly in shock they did they did her dirty we'll just say they did her so dirty (laughs) like 
unreal like unreal like not only is every guy so ugly and just like pretty vile but one is an actual like murderer so it's just like you guys like do you think that you could have done like a little bit better maybe a little more research yeah a little more research or just like look into their past or like maybe it's like like maybe you it doesn't have to be a millionaire. Maybe the problem was there were not like, and I don't think all these guys are actually millionaires, but like maybe just stop. Maybe like, let's cancel that idea. And then just Megan wants a hottie. And then you actually choose like hot or Megan wants a CEO or Megan wants an entrepreneur or like, there's a lot of ways to go around it. (laughs) Megan wants a nice guy. Megan wants someone to love and respect her. And then just go based on that. Like, yeah, I mean, but listen, we have to remember <laughs> this was like the, the pioneer days of reality TV. So it was like wild, wild west out there. So like they were just it was and anyone, God bless it. You could just like show up and like basically just had to have like a heartbeat and you were cast on these shows. Yeah. So like a murderer is not it's not that, that was the requirement is like you had to have you had to be sentient. Maybe not even. I mean, some of these men are like slightly resemble like a single cell organism. So to be an TBD amoeba. To be is an not amoeba. even a requirement. <laughs> you have to be a... What are they called? You have to have a spine. You yeah. can't be... Like you have to just have like the semblance of a spine or a backbone. Just to like prove you that have a skeleton. you're not like a you're not like a beetle you cannot have an ex- you must have an <laughs> yeah. exoskeleton yeah you can't you can't <laughs> you cannot be an invertebrate but do you have an exoskeleton and they're like i'm they're sorry like, okay you're cast <laughs> are you a millionaire though and they're like and they're like oh i'm sorry well you your net worth is not in the desirable zone for you to be cast on megan what's a millionaire <laughs> i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system 
from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Anywho. Anywho. Where were we? Oh, yeah. So Megan's picked last. She's on the sidelines. I just wrote Brett just like Brett's and Brett's the QB. So he's going to be throwing all the all the the spirals, as they say. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they say. And (laughs) I just wrote Brett's twisted pleasure. He just like throws (laughs) the balls and then just laughs watching the girls like fall and like tackle. Brett's just like, (laughs) like he's just a fucking typical slob like man just yeah loving loving seeing women like get dirty get and dirty fight and in the fight each other it's like funny him. to him yeah At one and point, he does not like i feel like he is telling the wind and snow machine to like never be on him no like he's always standing out of the fray because he's like wearing shorts and a long sleeve shirt and his hair is down obviously it's but like snowing he ever in the valley as dirty like this is in like it's snowing he's bringing winter to the valley and it's like mm-hmm. it's ungodly and needs like in the valley it always has to be like sunny and warm and he's bringing snow to the valley and we can't we can't have this it's also my least favorite 
thing is when it rains and it's sunny outside sun showers from a young from a young age i was taught that that was like a satanic thing like that saying that i grew up with was it means the devil's beating his wife really yeah i feel like a lot of like various i think places in the u.s have like their terminology for like sun showers and storm like when it that thing that you call it when it rains and it's sunny outside and that was like what they said in oklahoma or that's like what i heard i heard what did you hear i heard the when it was thundering the angels were bowling love that but what about like what did you call it when it rained and it was sunny just sun showers just sun sun shower that's beautiful. See, it's, I probably would have like a more positive association if someone had just said like, oh, it was sun showers. I feel like I like played some game where I was like, call me sun shower. Like some, like I was like, <laughs> I, I like used to play like imaginary games and like would love incorporating like weather into it. Like I always was whenever my neighbors and I would play X-Men, I was like, I'm going to be storm. and I'm going to be boy storm. And, and my neighbors were like, you're gay. And it was just like great. Like basically, I didn't need to come out because I came out and I said, "I'm going to be boys." When you said, "I'm going to be Storm," <laughs> Storm is the best one. Storm is the only one worth being. Yeah, there's no other X Men worth being. Storm is the best, and there needs to be a Storm movie, but that's for another day. Um, yeah. So, Amber out of the gates is like killing it. She gets a touchdown. Amber's fucking great at football. Amber's like, I love. She goes, I love football. This is my sport. I'm like <laughs> she loves it. it. Is Inna is shanking. Brett calls and- Emma my Ukrainian love bus, and I wanted to. I literally <laughs> almost like turned it off. No woman wants to be called a love bus. No, don't. no woman wants to be referred to as like a bus, a large, like a large automobile. It's he. Is, oh, no woman wants to be really referred to as an automobile. I guess you could call it. It would be hot to like call a woman like your sexy Ferrari or something. But I, no one wants just no one wants to be called a love bus. I don't man or woman. I don't think women. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like women don't want to be referred to as anything. Yeah, just like a <laughs> like a pretty lady. Yeah. My my Ukrainian love bus. Um, like, Amber then gets a second touchdown, and now Brett is officially turned on. It's oh, turned really on. turned on. It sucks. Like I I know that would suck to be like I know I would be one of the people that's like kind of not making any dent in the game and just like watching this person owning and you're just like seeing brett like favor them and you're just probably like fuck like i'm not i'm not popping up i would try but it would be really hard because i'd be so worried about getting injured well yeah amber's not amber's just going she's in like amber's like amber's going ham amber like before the game started like went behind like one of the public restrooms and just like slapped herself like a bunch of times and like got her adrenaline going jack gotta jack myself up and now she's like running on pure adrenaline where like you could like amber could like she's so jacked up right now that she could like fling a car with one hand she could like take a car and toss it like she could like amber could like she could run through a brick wall yeah she's so (laughs) like amped that she and it's gonna 
so she feels no pain right now and it all catches up to her later yeah the first the fallen angels are really like shitting the bed and then we cut to christy joe who in this moment i was like christy joe's been fully brainwashed her eyes are a little bit wider and she's Mm -hmm. like brett wants a girl who's gonna win it for him yeah and like that's what it takes and then she makes a touchdown yeah brett like possesses the girls like get possessed by something because remember last episode christy joe was really like waking up she was like waking the fuck up and was like oh my god my life is in shambles like i what am i doing here and then something switched when she went into his room of hell and then now she's been radicalized yeah it's like that movie disturbing behavior where they get like chips put in them and then they change their Mm -hmm. behavior it's like he's doing something's happening to these ladies something Um, is amiss I'm I'm reading my notes and I was everything's real time so I just I'm like everything I write is like oh wow oh wow and I wrote Daisy just comes out of nowhere Daisy who's been sort of a flop the whole game just immediately like goes into like Hulk mode she gets a fumble and catches a pass and gets tackled and Brett goes Daisy is gone she wild this <laughs> is <laughs> I'm like what okay Daisy's killing it and carrying her team. And she ends up carrying them to victory. Yeah. I just wrote, I love football. (laughs) (laughs) You do. At the end of the game, the pink team or black team wins. Yeah. The The fallen angels. The fallen angels. The pink team loses. And there's just this shot of Catherine with the the rain still pouring. And she's just staring into the void. And you just hear her off in her interview. She goes, I want to die. After like sudden death. And like, I love suddenly like in sudden death the camera like the cinematography changed into like kind of like football game cinematography and at one point there's like a cameraman in a poncho like walking around and i was like oh my god like i'm in it like i'm in this game i'm watching the fucking nfl right now yeah it was like very friday night lights i was like feeling like a jock jams moment like i was reminiscing on like growing up listening to jock jams all the time and there's like that one sound bite that's like he could go all the way touchdown touchdown y'all ready for this they'd always play jock jams at swim meets i live for jock jams and jock jams too Oh, Jams three didn't really live up to like the hype for me, but one and two were really like. Well, that's why I loved Grimes' soundtrack of my life. <laughs> I loved Grimes's Art Angels album because it felt like a Jock Jams album. Ooh, I gotta l- go or back a little and bit, at least in, at least in in my opinion. Um, yeah, some Azalea Banks songs sound kind of oh, Jock Jams too. Yeah, totally. I'm just looking for anything that puts me in a place of jock jams in 2021. Yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, send them our way. Um, Amber is really deeply injured after this game is over. Like her knees are just raw skin. She goes to the guy to the medic. She goes, she goes, are those painkillers? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, thank God. And then you look at her; her legs are just ravaged. Her literal knees have been like rubbed off and are just like an exposed kneecap. 
Amber's gonna put her body through hell and at the end of the season she'll just be a skeleton with like the flesh dripping off of it for like how much she's had to go through to get Brett yeah, to I, just choose her not even like date her just like choose her she's like queen of knees queen uh, of knees so then go- Daisy he has an award ceremony and where he's like Brett's like handing out the trophies to like the winning team and naming the MVP and Daisy is literally like freezing <laughs> I couldn't stop looking at her she's like shivering she looks like she's on the verge of death he puts like a varsity jacket on her and she it doesn't do anything and she's just like convulsing and because it's probably freezing it's almost it's almost dusk like it's it's it gets cold and gets cold in LA everyone and when the sun goes down, especially if you're like in, you're wet in a snow machine and like running around in like mud puddles and you're just like so cold. And she literally, I wrote, she's literally about to die. Get her like to. She's going to get hypothermia. They she can't a- even like enjoy the moment because he hands her the thing and she's like, <laughs> they should They should <laughs> They should have gotten those, um, those like thermal, like aluminum blankets. They should have. They should have had them. Well, I guess they can't compete in like a wetsuit because oh my God. Then it would take away the. But have like, I would have asked those? for knee pads or something or elbow pads. I know. Have you ever worn one and of those? And a helmet. Knee pads? No, the like aluminum blankets. I think so. Like when I did cross country, like in high school, we had those one time after a race. They're intense. I love those. Um, so yeah daisy gets she gets the mvp award everyone's like yay because everyone knows that daisy's like brett's favorite yeah and daisy's whole approach to this game she was like i have no choice but i'm gonna go hard and like i'm gonna win it for brett like i won't let anything get between us and that that means like running the football i'm gonna do it (laughs) that sounds just like her (laughs) i'm gonna do this for brett I'm like, I'm like here for Brett and I love him and I will run the football if that's what it means. That's Listen, my man. Daisy, like, I don't think Daisy really knew how to play football, which like fair, like who fucking does. But um, she figured it out and she was like, I know I have to catch the ball and run that and way. Run. And she did it and she won. Mm-hmm. Um. So they Brett. get back to the house and Brett picks Daisy up for their date and Daisy's waiting in the foyer in her in her outfit and she's she's like performatively nervous like I was like this girl she knows what she's doing <laughs> she's good she's waiting in there waiting for Brett and she's going like that with her she's biting her lip and kind of being like coy and I just it's so and like cupping her hands like kind of being like mm. and I think Daisy like I love Daisy's whole attitude on this date because I was just like, this is like, you're killing it. And Mm -hmm. also what a sad date to be taken on because in return for her literally almost freezing to death on a field in the valley, Daisy gets taken to a store called Foreplay, which just sells like lingerie and like not even lingerie-esque outfits it's like very co- it's very like halloween costume like sexy outfits and it's like everything costs like ten dollars and like why it's couldn't polyester you- and like lycra 
And I was like, why didn't he take her to like get her like some sex toys that like would benefit her? Or like take her to like La Perla. And, yeah. Like you're a fucking rock star. Don't you have millions of dollars? Like go take her to like yeah, what Asian fuck? provocateur or whatever and like get her like beautiful lingerie. Close down La Perla and like let her shop or like maybe just take her to a just regular a clothing store. Yeah. Take her to BB. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, she would like that. That's, like, mid-level. But it's, all, it's not going to break the bank, but it's also not, like, you know. I like, don't think it's, It seems uh, like she might like that. It felt like she was kind of being a good sport. And, like, it's all stuff that's, like, going to benefit Brett. Which is what yeah. I was like. Why don't get her something that, like, if, it, if you're going to do, like, the sexy thing, like, get her something that she chooses. Like, take her somewhere, like, have her decide where she wants to go and then let her go wild. Yeah. It was weird. Daisy also, like, her body is insane. She looks great, but... Can you imagine if... What if uh, if I got taken to a store like that and then I would just have an anxiety attack? Like, kind of trying to come out in, like, short dresses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, she, she plays it up and, like, does a great job. Like, she looks sexy as fuck. At one point, she has a in fedora. outfits that like would make anyone else look. They would immediately need to be fifty one fifty. Yeah, she also has like, she's wearing a fedora that's literally like a mask. It's like it's so the it's so big on her and so down all the way on her face that like you you only <laughs> see like a little sliver of her face. Like she looks like Phantom like, of the Opera. Yeah, she <laughs> she's like this. Looks like that One, yeah like the outfits get weirder and weirder like at first it's like a little schoolgirl skirt with like a g-string sticking out and i was like damn she's hot and then like the next one was like a tan it looked like like a sexy teddy bear skirt or something i was like that's weird but like okay mm-hmm. then she comes out in a full fedora and like a pinstriped vest like stomping out and i was like this is like but I don't even understand this. And Brett was like, that final outfit was a huh and a uh yeah. and a ooh, 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 like making weird sounds. And I was like, you gotta go, sir. Che- cheese ball. Go home and like <laughs> take care of yourself. Yeah, just um, like go J-O and then like think of a date that's like nice for both people. Yeah, it's so the, the, the like the buildup that he needs and all this is just it's like oh god and then we come back to the house and Catherine, and Catherine and peyton are talking on the patio smoking cigs and i just love like the old the oldest women in the house just like being like shit well what are we gonna do now <laughs> <laughs> they're just both like shit like we're running out of time both of us and and uh peyton just goes i need more time i need more time and then we cut back to brett and daisy's date and like i guess they end up at a restaurant or somewhere eating something or the other Mm -hmm. and like daisy is doing a really smart thing by asking brett a lot of questions and trying to like get to know him like every any sort of like dating advice book that i've read that's like worth a shit is always like if you go like on the first date, you should ask as many questions as possible and like I know. fully try and suss out this who this person is. Like you don't want to get asked questions and then you talk about yourself a long time. Like you need to find out if you like this person and you're like interested in their vibe. And I liked her questions. She was like, Do you have any siblings? Like she was like asking like 
legit human questions and brett was just like yeah she's like what do you like to do like for fun like blah 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 like do you go to shows and he's like "Mm, yeah sometimes sometimes not even like answering them and asking like the questions are off-putting and he's bothered by it and i wrote red flag red flag just like i wrote he's boring and rude yeah if you're not down to play ball and just tell someone what you like yeah fuck you and he's like he's going like oh in my head i'm just thinking he's just thinking about i mean it's the editing obviously they splice it in but like i was just like she's asking legit questions like what is so bad about that you just made her try on you just took her to like knows what she wants and is like trying to find a rocker yeah very sus back at the house peyton's like i need she's like (laughs) peyton's like i really need to like get my one-on-one with brett she's like i only have one group date with him she's like i really need to set the score so she writes like a very alarming note and leaves it on brett's door and it just says the note just says brett it's peyton it's urgent please (laughs) it says brett it is urgent that i speak with you immediately please please Brett, it's urgent. Peyton. Please. Please. Let me be your rock of love. Please. Please. Brett, it is urgent that I speak with you immediately. Please. Brett, it's urgent that I speak with you immediately. I need to talk. Please. It's urgent. I'm going to make this short and sweet. It's urgent that I speak with you immediately. Please. Please. And so she like runs to the door, runs, put it, and then Megan just she, like, saunters, stabs it on the door. Megan also writes, she like, puts it on the door with like a dagger through it, like a like bloody ho- dagger. Like hook. It's like when ho- he has a sword through the yeah. note. The children were screaming. Um, Megan is in her room, like writing, like basically, like <laughs> like on a construction paper, like this like sweet little like note and then you should just see her song megan's note <laughs> megan's note i like paused so i could see what she was saying and hers was brett can't wait to finally talk to you it will have been worth the wait but can't wait any longer xoxoxo kiss 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 megan it will have been worth the wait but can't wait any longer <laughs> yeah which arguably is just as insane as peyton's note also, like, if someone's writing you, like, a construction paper, like, baby note, I don't like that. No, I don't either. Megan was this, annoying I've this kind of turned on Megan a little bit. Just, like, I, I loved her, love her on I Love Money, but she also is, like, really mean. And then watching her in her own show, I think part of the problem, too, on Megan Wants a Millionaire is that she's not an engaging like she can't carry that show no it was doomed like it was like the ugliest guys ever and a murderer but also like a very lackluster star megan megan needs to like bounce off other people who have better personalities for her to come through a little um Mm -hmm. so megan is walking to brett she sees peyton's note and she just like takes she goes i saw that my my grandmother wrote a note so i took it off she called Peyton her she grandmother. Goes, and she goes, it looked like just chicken scratch handwriting written by Peyton. And I was like, that's rude. Yeah. 
So she removes her note and then it cuts, cuts to Peyton and she's like full blown stressing outside. Mm-hmm. She's having a stress fest by an outdoor fireplace. And I was like, in that moment I saw myself, I was like, I feel this. Like I've been there, mm-hmm. like just stressing out by the outdoor fire pit. I'm like wondering what your next move's going to be. She's like, so I, I wondered if, if my note was maybe a little too much. So I, I went back to check on it and maybe rewrite one. And then Me- Peyton goes back to Brett's room and the note is gone and Megan's is up. And she's, Peyton's like, so, like, she doesn't immediately like call Megan out. She's just like, oh, I she's saw my note was gone. very nice about it. Yeah, she's like way too nice to Megan about it. But it just shows that she's like so mature. Yeah. And Megan just plays dumb and is like, what? Your what? note? I only saw my note. Is my note up there? And then they go, Peyton goes back and writes another note, which I actually didn't see what that one says, but it seemed just as urgent. The vibe seemed about the same. <laughs> yeah, she confronts Megan on the staircase and you just see, and Peyton just goes, did you, uh, did you see my note on the, on the door? Like she's, she's like almost, she's trying not to start anything. And Megan's like mm-hmm. plays dumb, and then she goes, "Yeah, I thought so." And she just walks down. <laughs> <laughs> she puts another note, and she's like, "This time, I folded it up and put it in the door because I don't want anything to happen to it." And then Megan goes down and just takes the note out of the door and hides it again. Insane. Poor Peyton cannot catch a break. Uh, Daisy and Brett come back, and uh. Catherine like immediately goes to Brett and she's like, do you think I could just get five minutes alone with you, Brett? And he's like, yeah, sure. And Daisy calls (laughs) Catherine Peggy Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) She does kind of look like Peggy Bundy, but I think that aesthetic is really working for her. That's something that I like about her. She's the literal love witch. Yeah. Um, so Catherine and, and Brett are like talking and they, She's like, she's like, I feel like we have a connection. Do you, Brett? And he's like, yeah, I feel like we have a connection. And then they start like passionately making out. And then Daisy comes in to the room. (laughs) And I wrote Daisy's annoying. Well, I felt for Daisy in this moment because like she just had this date with Brett. She's like, true, true, did everything in her fucking power to get this date. And then she's hopeful that like what's going to happen is that the end of their date will end with them like fucking or at least like getting to spend time in bed together, like cuddle. And then immediately, as soon as he gets home, he goes with Catherine and like, won't let Daisy into the room and just basically ices her out. Yeah. He's like, could you just give me uh like five more minutes? You see Daisy's little head. I, she's like, I understood no. it just it was like I would be annoyed like if I was Catherine because like here you she's are intent- well Catherine goes I earned this bitch <laughs> <laughs> back off bitch um so we cut to the next day it's the group date and Brett takes the girls to a fucking race like do something else take them to like six flags or like Knott's Berry Farm or something can we do yeah. something or like the boardwalk can we do something that's not like motocross or like in the desert like and not even like the fun desert like just the nothing desert where there's like no civilization except a racetrack like rancho cucamonga where it just looks like they're cold and like it's windy and like sand is like can we just take them somewhere that's not like 
this. I love what a fun date. I'm going to stand here on a dusty racetrack while you drive a car in circles around on it. Yeah. And like the best though, I don't know if you caught like the tail, the last little like um part of the episode, like when the credits run and it was showing all the girls like waiting around on the track and you just hear a car being like, and they're like making small talk. Yeah. Being like, is Brett, is that him? And then he drives up and he can't get out of the car and his ass comes out of his jeans. <laughs> so Brett's going to have them just race Lotus cars. I don't just even know drive. They're not even racing. They're just driving them. He's like, I'm going to give them the opportunity of a lifetime. Blah. Like drive this hideous fucking Lotuses are gross. I don't even know what the fuck and it was. And it's yellow. Ugh. I was, I kind of blacked out this whole scene. Basically they just like, drive around christy joe like her car breaks down and she's like Wah! and brett like is like oh i'll take it back let's we don't trust you to drive this thing well inna can't even drive a stick shift i mean either i would have no I. idea what i'm doing yeah. be like fun date nor this I. was great so they get back and they start they have like a little picnic and you just in the background you just hear and they're just talking. And <laughs> Brett starts drama again. He does. He's like a regular lady who lunches. Mm-hmm. His whole vibe is like, let's go out to lunch and I'm going to talk shit about everyone. Yeah. He, uh, he starts, yeah, he starts shitting on everyone. And, and then Christy, Christy- Joe <laughs> brings up her fucking restraining order. Like, can a day go by without Christy Joe <laughs> talking about her restraining orders? I know. I was like, Christy, stop. Like, just, it's, it's not going to end. He's not going to take it in stride or like take, approach it with like nuance or rationale or maturity. He's going to be like, oh, no. cock block. So, like, also, just if stop. you find yourself on a date having to explain, like, feeling like you need to off the bat lead with your the two restraining orders that have happened in your past two most recent relationships you probably should reconsider being on a date at all and think about being single for a while yeah i think christy joe needs to really go home dating more is not the answer when you just have a history of like dating with restraining orders christy (laughs) joe you know in my belief i if i were her i would go to i would leave go home spend time with my kid go to slaw and unpack those boxes unpack those boxes go to slaa meetings and therapy (laughs) and be single and like hang with my kid and friends and family for a while that's what i would do yeah like i would unpack the boxes i would go to container store and like see what they have and like try and organize my life and like yeah home edit your life set up the way i want yeah, and then like be single for at least like six months to a year, invest in a great vibrator, and like then revisit after slaw and therapy and maybe date, like slowly date. Yeah. But no, she's like, I'm actually going to go for this like aged rock star and regale him with stories about my <laughs> restraining order relationships. Multiple. Um, it's one thing to have one restraining order it's a whole other thing to have two consecutive restraining orders and then to like bring it up like it's lol 
anyway yeah i'm like honey no we get back to the house and peyton like finally nabs brett and she's like can i just get some one-on-one time with you brett just just a little chat and they go into his room and uh (laughs) she's she's waiting for him just sitting on a bench like staring straight ahead and jessica comes over and is like hey peyton like what are you what are you doing and she is like i've just got to get some alone time with brett and then jessica goes okay i'll uh, let you focus on that and like walks (laughs) away Peyton's lost all chill. She has. She basically like starts crying like almost immediately. She's like, when I when I finally sat down with Brett, I was just overcome with emotion. And her her makeup, her like mascara is running. It's very Lauren Conrad with the mascara running. And I was just like, no, I go Peyton, stop. Peyton, and, you got to get it goes, together, girl. She just flat out goes, uh. She goes, I just need to know, are you attracted to me? And I, and Brett was like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't ask mid cry face with like your mascara. Like when it's just, you're not setting yourself up for success being like, are you attracted to me? No, I felt really bad. Like this is like psychologically damaging her at this point yeah um but brett also doesn't at like he doesn't answer her question really no of course he doesn't because that's not what brett like he goes yeah he's like won't tell her one way or the other and all he said he was like you know i'm i will try not to cross the line of friendship we can be rocker buddies and uh because if i if i did cross the line then we'd just be friends who fuck so he's basically saying like i'd fuck you but like i wouldn't be in a relationship with you like i'm attracted enough to like be be rock fuck out you buddies a few times yeah be rock out buddies and i'll try not to fuck you i would be, but if i do like we like it's like so, I'm just i would like, if i heard you, that bro. i would be like all i need to know and i would leave Right? Yeah, I'd be like, okay, cool. If some guy goes, don't. If you ask someone, hey, are you attracted to me? And they go, don't take this the wrong way. The answer is no. Yeah. And like any guy will fuck anyone. Like guys will fuck anything. At least yeah. once, even if they're not attracted to you. Yeah. Poor Peyton. Poor Peyton. Um, Peyton's better than this. She is better than this. She's a fucking songwriter. She's a fucking star. So we get to the elimination ceremony and uh, he starts picking like the people that we would expect him to pick. Um, At one point he's like, this girl took the time to write me a note. And I was like, oh, he's going to say Peyton. And he picked Megan. She's really thoughtful. Every time he says anything nice, it like cuts to Peyton and she's doing like a thousand yard stare. <laughs> like she has cracked wide open. She's Meg- not having it. Megan goes, ha ha, he picked me and not my grandmother. Mean. Shut up, Megan. Shut up, Megan. Um, He picks Catherine and she walks towards him like a literal fembot. She's like, <laughs> do, 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 do. She goes, when Brett calls my name, I don't even know what he said before calling my name. All I can think is 
thank God. And I was like, okay, I'm glad to see Catherine live another day. Yeah. And then he puts Daisy and Peyton in the bottom two. And I was literally like, Daisy's like starting to like shake again. Like she cannot. She's <laughs> like, back on the field she, in the valley. Yeah. She's having a flashback of, of mud, mud bowl. Mm-hmm. And she's like cr- basically starting to cry. And it's like, how is this possible? Like what the fuck? And I just thought like to my, I was like, this is some sort of sick power move that like they really have connected. He really likes her. Mm-hmm. And then he calls Peyton and it cuts to Amber's face and she goes, <gasps> yeah, oh. Amber's face is in this. She, she's always like this. She mouths. Oh my God. He and I was shocked. I wrote, I, was, oh my God. I did too. I wrote, I wrote Peyton gets picked. Wow. Shocked. <laughs> and I truly, I was like, because I don't remember how shit like shook out. And yeah. I was like, I didn't think Daisy got eliminated this early. Like, what? Like, yeah, this I is was, crazy. I was like, and then, so shocked by this. Yeah, it was out of control. And then Brett is like, Daisy, come down here. And she literally is like, shakes and shivers her way down there. <laughs> She's like about to have go into like seizure coma. Yeah. Like she cannot, like you can't do this to little She's Daisy. Like, and <laughs> she's like shivering like <laughs> like this is actually like fucking with her like the, like this is not good for her like physically spiritually no. emotionally like it's putting her body through like the cortisol levels or like have skyrocketed has shaved at least a year off of daisy's life should to go on a solo date with you brett like that's she deserves a fucking medal so yeah and then brett's like basically he's like i saved the best for last gonna shock all these girls and show them that daisy's my best for last and then so it was all like a power play and all the other girls end on Daisy at once. It was very strange. Yeah, and he goes, I've never done this before. I'm he, breaking all the rules. And he doesn't send anyone home. Yeah. And, and Daisy's he, like, Daisy's like, like <sighs> when he says, will you stay here and rock my world? She goes, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah yeah but like the sexual tension build up and release in that moment like i felt it through the screen and this is like what it would be like to date brett where you're just constantly you never know where you stand you think that he's gonna like drop you and you're just like stressing and sad only to have him be like you're my best girl and then you're like <gasps> like it would just be constantly up and down like that that's is what my nar- that's what narcissists do yeah they like built they like neg you until you're like almost like subterranean you you're feel like so suicidal. low and then and then they're like actually you're the fucking light of my life and you're like oh thank you oh my god and then you're like in like the stratosphere yeah i was just like damn daisy you gotta get out of here yeah they all have to get out of there 
Peyton needs to go. They all need to go. I want to go like drive and pick Peyton up and be like, we're getting you out of here. You're like, Peyton, here's a cig. Smoke it. I want to make this short and sweet. You got to get out of here now, Peyton. I'm coming in tomorrow night when the moon is high. (laughs) (laughs) I'll grab your guitar. You grab your sheet music. We're going to get out of here, Peyton. We're going to go to a we're going to go to a better place, a nicer place, a place where people respect you. We're going to go to Chicago. <laughs> I love that you are obsessed with taking these girls to Chicago. I am. It feels like a safe place. I know it does. It just well, the, I feel like they're all from Chicago, so it's like we're going to take you back to where you belong. I would take Peyton to the stew and have her like channel all her feelings into like a kick-ass record. Yeah. I would do, I would make Peyton, Peyton would be like country strong. Yeah. I want to, we're going to, you're going on tour. What if that's the, Peyton gets booted and then someone picks her up and they're like, actually Peyton, you're going on a world tour. (laughs) And she's like, oh. She's like, wow, this is beyond my wildest (laughs) dreams. (laughs) <laughs> I never knew this could happen, but now my dreams have come true. Wow. And they're like, and by world tour, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, and by world tour, I mean, seven dates in the U.S. and two dates in Canada. She's like, hey, that's, that's, that's it. We're international, baby. We're going global. Opening the Idaho State Fair, 12 p.m. on the second stage. I'm on the second stage. Idaho State Fair. We're doing this. You're on the last day of Stagecoach Festival. 12 speaking p.m. Of, speaking of Peyton slash Peyton adjacent, next episode, <laughs> <laughs> we get our queen back. Rodeo comes Heather? back. Oh, my God. Rodeo's rocking God. rodeo. Rodeo is coming back for to, to facilitate a challenge that involves horses. So I hope everyone's fucking ready. I'm so ready. I miss Rodeo so much. She's actually one of the best follows. She is a great follow on the gram. She's great on I Love Money she's Season. She's absolutely unhinged, guys. She's I think fully, she's season one, I Love Money. She's, she's lost it. She's lost the plot. She's fully fucking like Trump supporter. She happens to have some political beliefs that don't align with mine. But like, I'm also here for her journey as just like, she's trying to get her real estate license and she's okay. just doing the damn thing. I'm here for her. I'm here for the photos where she's like getting out of a car and going into like a private plane mm-hmm. and like a hangar. But she's truly like cute. Her political beliefs are questionable. I don't know if she's Q. It remains to be seen if she's a cutie or not. I don't think she cooed. Anyway, Rodeo's coming back, so just get ready for some, like, wheezy laugh hijinks on a horse. And (sighs) she's wearing her... her, And, guys, she's wearing her hat. That's why I wear my hat. In the past 10 years, through every up and down of Rodeo's life, the one thing she has never done... Is stopped wearing her hat. To this day, <laughs> she wears her hat. LA, LA style. We'll baby. take the kids out. <laughs> LA style. I want to go take. I want to go take. Pick up the kids. Just me and make the kids. We'll, t- we'll pick the kids up. The together. children. <laughs> what? I still like. I still 
see feel like where I was when I first heard that song watching mm-hmm. and just being like, wait, what what is happening? <laughs> What's interesting is like Peyton is kind of the rodeo of this season. Like both like a strong country girl who just gets cracked by this house of rock mm-hmm. like can't handle it like their spirit like their their spirit is not meant for this world yeah and i love that about them yeah just like like a a woman like an, a woman who's like in her 40s and like maybe has lived life and you know is looking for like the next chapter of her life and then suddenly being like in this situation with like just in a basically a circus and just seeing her like adapt try to adapt and then be like i'm 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 out of my league or like i'm out of my my comfort zone here (laughs) yeah passionate talented women being being put into the rat race that they they don't need to be in that they've like it's like they've already put in their time i know and they're actually better than brett yeah, I mean, everyone is everyone better, is than, better Brett. than Brett. Like, literally, Brett is the lowest of the low. But. But. Anyway. Try telling that to these girls. They, they ain't listening. Anywho. Um, guys. Guys. That's all for right now. But we'll be back. We shall be back. With a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City recap tomorrow. So tune back in. Tune back in, and I hope put everyone put your hats on and tune put back your hats her hats on and come back and stay a while. You can follow Laura at Lars Marie. You can follow Carrie at E Carrie You can follow me at L A Style. Um, <laughs> what if I just? What if we podcasted just in like des- rodeo desperation voice? Or what if we change our podcast to L A Style? la style we'll go out in the town la style with the kids we're like hey welcome back to another episode of la style <laughs> today we're gonna talk about sex in the city and the i really hope that they make it I, that that shows really why i wear my hat it's and i wild. just need them to make it with kim cattrall please I just, that's why i wear my hat kids love me <laughs> Kids love me. Kids love Sex in the City. They want to see it with all the girls. Kids, <laughs> and just don't love, understand. Kids love watching Sex in the City on Sunday nights in secret. <laughs> on Sunday nights, I just snuck it all the time. It was a way for me to have a window into an alternate universe <laughs> that felt different from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Would you listen to our LA style podcast where we literally plead with you? Let us the know. entire hour. <laughs> Let us know. Sexypodcast at gmail.com is where you can write us. We read emails and messages on the bonus episodes. Those are on Patreon. Find that at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And stay safe out there. Stay healthy and you know. Check in with your loved ones. Yeah. Keep call your parents and say, hey. That's all for today, folks. Love and light. Bye. Bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.